The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Often imitated, never duplicated, it is The Real Money Show. Welcome back. Great to be with everyone today. Jerry, joining us. Jerry Cry, how are you? Doing well, Jeremy. How are you doing today? Good, good. A lot of, lot of great stuff happening in the market. Yeah. Um, I feel like a little bit of Groundhog Day because we're going to have to do yet another review on what happens on a pullback and, News you know, reviews. how do these pullbacks work and, you know, is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? I want the word of the day to be counterintuitive. This is the big word of the day, counterintuitive, counterintuitive. These type of moves in the market we're, that we're seeing, which aren't aren't large, you know, gold's off, I think, $40, $50, silver's down, I think, a buck, something like that. And these counterintuitive moves tend to happen before FOMC meetings, and they tend to happen before something bad news comes out, where we've talked about this before. The idea is you want to bring the price down so that when this news comes out that's going to push the price much higher – it gets neutralized because it was pushed down first. That way it doesn't go from $24 to $28 in silver. It goes from $22.50 up to $24, that yeah. kind of idea of neutralizing. And, and we've, we've seen that over and over again. But guess what? Have you, have you been quiet this week? Was it a quiet week for you, Jerry? No, it's been very busy, Jeremy. Lots of buying. And the funny thing is, despite all of the pullbacks in the metals markets, we have not seen one person come in and sell any product back. So this is indicative of seeing through the smoke screens and seeing it for what it is. This is a buying opportunity. Again, this is another buying opportunity. No, we sound like broken records, but how can we not re- repeat all of and review all of the things that are actually in front of us, all of these realities in the market. Oh, yeah. And and it is uh, the 13th anniversary of Lehman Brothers collapse. Yeah. So we'll talk a little bit about that later. Um, this came out on Gold Telegraph. I, I really like following them on Instagram. They said, breaking news, demand for physical gold bullion in Germany is at its highest since at least 2009. Surprise, surprise. I think that that's happening across the, the globe. I have noticed that that supplies can quickly become lacking. You can quickly run out of product. We're doing our best, but um, we're we're cusping at this point. We're cusping. It's it's uh, you know as orders keep coming through, we're doing our best to keep ordering product to make sure that it that we have it available. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that that is a takeaway for for the future, saying. This is not something you want to procrastinate about. If you've not acquired some physical precious metals for your portfolio, these type of moments are the perfect entry level. You want to buy when it's when it's a bit lower. Your risk is your risk is lower. You've got more opportunity going forward, and you don't want to wait until the market's moving on momentum to get involved. Mm-hmm. Right? There'll be plenty of people to do that, and we'll love the business and we'll help them get involved. Yeah. But we really want people to get involved before the market's really taking off. So that way, you know, the idea is do not procrastinate. Exactly. And, and, and not just you know, buying low to take advantage of the tops at potential. Buying here, regardless of the price, really, and to be honest with you, Jeremy, it's to be, it's to be prepared with your wealth insurance. We're not here to take risks anymore. There's no more rolling the dice with our, our health, our wealth. 
this is your wealth here. We're talking about your nest egg for your children and your future of your family. You don't want to run the risk. You don't want to roll the dice with this. We've been called to be stewards of this, and we need to safeguard it first and foremost. So it doesn't really matter of what the price is doing. You need it first. This should be the foundation of anyone's portfolio because it offers zero counterparty risk, liquidity, safety, security outside of the financial system, decoupled from all of the madness that we're going to be reading into today. So uh, just a reminder, first, get the foundation of your portfolio, which is physical gold and silver, Jeremy. The number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. I totally agree, Jerry. It's all about foundation, foundation, foundation. Um, I was going on um, a little bit of um, a pur not a purge, a splurge, I should say, going through um, some of Lynette Zhang's videos. It's been a while since I, I checked in with what, uh, what she she's sharp. up to. Yep. I ended up listening to one from like a year ago, though, about debt. But it was it was talking about the foundation of the financial system, right? And as you know, I'm sure you followed her. She adheres to the idea that in 2008, the the financial system died, that it was over in in, in 2008, and then they papered over it. They papered over it. They tried the taper in to, late 2018, 2019, totally failed, and then great, we get this crisis that you're able to just throw everything out the window and not worry about it and where the money goes. And speaking of money and where, where it goes, I was, wa I was watching this report on an Indian news channel and they were quite critical of our prime minister really? saying, wow, the amount of hundreds of billions of dollars that the government printed that no one has any clue where it went, no clue where it went, zero. And no one is looking into where it went. Now I've seen the reports from the Bank of Canada, and you can kind of see where they put things right at the outset of COVID. And you can see, oh, they, you know, all these companies got bailed out, banks got money just because people got served just because, and then it was like, well, we'll figure out how to claw back the people who didn't deserve it and those mm -hmm. type of things. But wow, so reckless, so reckless, and and so much money beyond conception that you say, what, what am I supposed to do about this? And then... And and some people think, well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that they printed all this money. Like, we don't see it. And you say, no, 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 you are seeing it. Are you kidding? If you look at um, prices for August, mm -hmm. right? Uh, let me let me give you some of these, these stats here, Jerry. Gas up 32% in yeah. August. Pork up 9.3. Furniture, 8.7. Chicken, 8.4. Vehicles, 7.2. Appliances 5.3, if you can get them, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, you're going to have to wait six months to get them while they pack those, those crate, uh, the shipping containers that are now costing, I don't know, 30,000 that used to cost 3000, right? Yeah. All of these things. So now here's an interesting thing. And I caught from Lynette Zhang. I remember you were talking about a month ago. Remember we did a thing about hyperinflation yeah, and about how, um, the rate at which you double the, mo the money double supply, triple, yeah, Venezuela, right? right? And 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 we gave a bunch of factors. We gave or we gave a bunch of examples of here's how fast the the money supply was multiplying. Um, Lynette Zhang was talking about that um, fifty percent a year inflation is hyperinflation, fifty percent a year. And if you look at these numbers, where you're saying, wait month a minute, over month, gas is up thirty two percent, right? When something's up nine percent in a year, you're 
That should be frightening. Mm-hmm. It should be frightening, right? It's no surprise that people are getting involved in the market. What are your thoughts on no. inflation, hyperinflation? Are we there? Are we going to get there? Everyone what would knows. It, Jerry, what would it look like if that were to occur? Are you worried about something like that? Well, I'm positioned in gold, so I'm, I'm prepared. I, I am worried because people around me will be in, uh, impacted, but we're not we're not stupid. We all see. We don't need Canadian statistics, as Pierre Polyever just said in his recent video. We don't need to see a you know the Canadian CPI data, which shows a lying transitory figure, uh, you know, <laughs> slowing down. I mean, those. We got to talk th- about transitory in a second. <laughs> That's transitory. Yeah. A, a small little dip in inflation figures from the government, but. We don't need statistics to see that prices are going up, maybe not at the rate at which they are hyperinflating the money printing. That has to come to roost. These, these figures, uh, the prices will eventually have to con- you know, start going in lockstep with how much money they have printed. Uh, and they show no signs of slowing down, despite Canada slowing down their week-over-week purchases of you know of junk pretty much in bonds and things like that they're printing 2 billion a week down from 4 billion at the height of covid so it doesn't matter we're not making anything the last few weeks ago our gdp figure came out in the negatives so we're not even growing so it's stagflation and yeah worrisome nonetheless and this is really the top of mind for many of the canadians that are coming to us all across canada by the way 18778 silver and the website guildhallwealth.com uh jerry what's in your coffee today buddy uh, <laughs> you're, you're, you're going okay <laughs> transitory here here's here's my thing about transitory because I, I was thinking about this because you know at a 90 year lifespan your your life is transitory transitory can be anything right if you if you really want it to be <laughs> that's the, right the, the feds changed their 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 definition of transitory from inflation's transitory uh, because of the opening of the economy to, well, if we have a couple years of high inflation and then it goes back down to wherever we want it to go, then that would be transitory. So I love this idea now that transitory can be anything depending on your timeline, right? Exactly. And, and on a long enough timeline, and very everything goes to zero. It's very, it's all poetic. I mean, this is just lingo and doublespeak that the governments love to use and you know do you want to take it at face value do we really take these figures year over year showing us that inflation is not here we can't do it anymore we're just not we're not uh so it's the ministry of ducks. it's the ministry of truth yeah and people need to remember 1984 and read 1984 and well go in, through yeah. what he went through which is you know why is he why is his rations of chocolate going down and aren't they winning the war and all of those things Great, great um, experience to to read that and to understand where we are. Unfortunately, I hope it's not being considered just a playbook. The number 18778-SILVER, the website guildhallwealth.com. If you want to acquire some physical precious metals, you can go to guildhallpreciousmetals.com and pick up some gold and silver. Until the 24th, if you acquire some product through the e-store, you'll be entered into a draw to win five one-ounce silver maples. Those are beautiful and shiny, and we're running out. So (laughs) go to the website, pick up some physical metal, and you will be entered into the draw to win five one-ounce silver maples. You can also add physical gold and silver to a registered account, and we're going to talk about the firewalls as well as the escape hatch 
that we have with the registered accounts, and we're going to do that in just a moment here on The Real Money Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. We'll be right back. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. Let's talk about some of the things that happened this week because, you know, maybe not just in the gold market, but outside the gold market, it's been a very interesting week. And uh, But let's talk about what's going on in China, because at, at, we started off the show by mentioning the fact that this is the 13th anniversary of the Lehman Brothers collapse. So let me uh, hand it over to you, Jerry, and you can discuss what's happening in China. Yeah, there's big trouble in Evergrande, China, Jeremy. But before that, we want to know what's been going on this week. Uh, obviously, we saw a pullback in the metals. Um, so, and we're also seeing a pullback in the share markets. The S and P index is uh, testing some low. We're actually recording on Friday, um, which happens to be quad witching today, which is the expiration of uh, a bunch of stock and futures um, options on futures and things like that. So we're already under pressure, um, as well as FOMC next Wednesday. So keep an eye out for that, or keep your ear open for all the hot air and job voting from Fed Powell and, and company. But there's a lot of uncertainty going in over the weekend and what everything will look like come Monday. So, yeah, it's the Friday. It's not the 13th, but it's the uh, the week that it's marking the 13th anniversary of Lehman Brothers. So it's very fitting to be talking about this major event. Um, and we remember what happened after <coughs> the Lehman collapsed. Uh, it's really c- cemented a contagion and just an, a domino effect uh, of what became the great financial crisis and probably the, the worst financial cr- crashes in history. The market was so over-leveraged that time, Jeremy, and it's even worse today. And one thing happens you know, across the ocean, like a Greece situation, and this in, ca- in this case, it's China, uh, we're all gonna be impacted, so we need to be ready. So this week, B- Bloomberg reported with their headline, actually, their headline quote said, China's nightmare Evergrande scenario is an uncontrolled crash. They reported that Chinese authorities uh, told major lenders to China Evergrande Group, which is the largest uh, property developer in China, $30 billion in debt uh, and technically defaulting, that the, the lenders should not expect interest payments and they basically won't be able to pay their debt obligations due on Monday, which is the 20th of, of September. So what are we going to be waking up to? Obviously, China's market opens up a lot earlier than ours, so we need to be prepared uh, for some major volatility. Not only that, we have Wednesday FOMC. So buckle down, uh, get your bullion orders in over the weekend on the real money or on the uh, on the website preciousmetals.com. But major major events and major potential uh, contagion effect, Jeremy. I I haven't followed the story that closely, but I did see a video about the people who were at the head offices of Evergrande. And there was sort of like a mini riot happening between the customers and they went straight to the headquarters of Evergrande and it was, it was kind of a frightful scene, something you'd see out of a movie. And then the other aspect of this geopolitically is I think it was George Soros who sort of broke the news on Evergrande. He did. And then all of a sudden, is it Xi Jinping, I think, was saying that he thinks Soros is 
the most evil thing on the planet, <laughs> which you're like, okay, um, you know, CCP, CCP <laughs> calling calling Soros evil, spy um, versus spy, yeah. spy versus spy. They're just for them. They're out for themselves. Well, okay, so they're not aligned with each other. There's there's that for sure. Soros is definitely out for himself and wherever he can make money. So maybe he's shorting this in some way, but. Look, there there can be contagion. It can happen from anywhere. We know that black swan events do happen. It's one of the reasons why Palantar, which is a major tech company, bought $50, $50 million worth of physical gold. And other com- companies and corporations are looking to do the same. Mm-hmm. In fact, even at Guildhall, we have clients who have their own corporations, and it's a great way to store store wealth within a corporation. You can open up a corporate account, put the physical gold in there. You can write off the, the storage as a cost of doing business. And um, it's, a, it's a great place to put, uh, put wealth in that sense. So what do you think is the takeaway from what potentially could happen? Do you think, Jerry, in some ways, this pullback in precious metals is a precursor to this? Again, counterintuitive. When when it gets stressful out there, when it's a panic out there, that's when you see the price go down because all of a sudden something's going to hit and everyone's going to get in and they're going to have to just, you know, what I always say, retreat and retrench, right? I, I truly believe they're going to retreat and retrench on the price of gold, maybe up to 22, 23, 2500. And that could happen anytime between now and say March. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we're we're into the new cycle. Um, that could take that could take silver up to $50 and beyond. Very I mean, quickly. ultimately gold and silver, the best is yet to come. What are your thoughts? Like we, like, like I said before, um, in the show that th- no one has sold their gold and silver position. So for, to see gold and silver drop the way they have, this is all algorithm and a response to cover margin calls. So when you have the S and P touching lows and hitting lows and the Shanghai indexes, uh, hitting lows. There are a lot of margin calls in this case. We, we just said that the markets are super over leveraged. Margin calls are happening around the clock. And, you know, when, what, this is one of the tenets and one of the, the benefits of having gold and silver. It's a very liquid market. Gold is the number one market <clears throat> clap in the world. Silver is number seven. So you have liquidity. And what you can easily do on the paper markets is just short to cover your positions. But no one, again, we talk to wholesalers all the time. Uh, you know, around the world, who who also echo that, that no one's really selling back. People are buying; they're going long in f- physical gold and silver. And we're not talking about uh, you know ETFs, and we're not talking about trusts, or we're not talking about certificates. They're going long on the physical. So, speaking of long on the physical, Jerry, we we know that the Comex and the bullion banks tamp down on the price. One of the big reasons that they're doing that. Um, again, you mentioned Jerry. Uh, Jerry, you mentioned Andrew McGuire last week, and uh, and uh, sorry for the reference there. And um, I think I watched the same video where he was talking about the fact that they're they're trying to get off of the paper down to a one to one on the physical. And you know, we've known that you know there was only there was a bunch of paper promises for the physical, and then even the ETFs came out and said, look, we don't have, we know we're not going to have enough physical. Right. They put it into their paperwork right. um, or prospectus to say, look, we might not have enough gold or silver. You're going to we're still take the orders. But just so you know, there's not going to be any actual physical product in there for a while mm-hmm. until maybe we get it. Maybe we don't. Uh, maybe we don't have to because we've just put it out there that we don't need the physical. Yeah. Um, but this idea that they're trying to get to that physical point 
And they don't want the price getting out of hand while they're doing that because that would be very costly to them. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of the other reasons why, again, you get this counterintuitive move of why isn't the price taking off during these times where inflation's running rampant, mm-hmm. right? And you have to understand that in some ways, those bullion banks and the exactly. COMEX, while they're working against you in a way, yeah. they're also working for you because they're keeping that window open for you to be able to buy the physical metal at these lower prices. 100%, Jeremy. We know that the LBMA banks, uh, even though the Basel III rules came into effect, <clears throat> they don't necessarily have to move forward in doing it right away. I was told by an accountant that they have until December to either, you know, either close those paper positions or acquire the physical asset. So this is what they're working on. And, you know, smart money can dump, or I should say these bullion banks can put, continue to use their paper contracts to add more supply to the market to, to lower the price so they can acquire the physical at these prices. But this is going to be very temporary. Uh, the paper shorts are going to be uh, you smashed. Mean, you mean transitory? <laughs> Very transitory. <laughs> okay. Yes, this is real transitory talk here, Jeremy. Yeah, real. Yeah, it's a it's a blip in the road. People, I love I love how people are taking advantage. Um, I'm really impressed with the knowledge that people have these days with their money, with yeah. the understanding of the physical gold market. Exactly. Um, yeah. You know, gone are the days where you had to try to explain what we're talking about on the show. Uh, but trying to explain that to people over and over and over again because you're seeing volatility in the market perhaps. But again, right now, I think people are seeing it as a gift. They're taking advantage of it. And again, once once these bullion banks have taken care of their business, there's going to be a retreat, retrench. And that's why the other part I would say as well, take note of the fact that gold is actually in negative territory for the year, year to date. Mm-hmm. In a market where in the last 15 years, gold has only had one down year, one down year in 2013, when the narrative of, oh my gosh, Bernanke saved the world, interest rates will one day go back to normal, uh, we're out of the crisis, right? Mm-hmm. And then gold came down. Um, that's a part of it, but I'm, I'm sure. just kind of uh, brushing with a broad stroke here. And so then you say, okay, well, wait a minute. I want to buy when gold is negative on the year. I don't want to buy when gold is up 10%, 15%, up 20% on the year, right? Last year it was up, I think, 15 or 19%, depending on the currency. You want to buy when it's down on the year so that you're ahead when the market moves back up. And mm-hmm. it can move up next week, yeah, next month, by, the, by December 31st, by February. Like, who cares at this point? Mm-hmm. It's, it's midterm. It's, mm-hmm. it's short midterm very, very short. range on what this market can do. And then if someone says, well, I think it's going to go lower. Okay, well, take a look at what the premiums are going to look like if the market goes much lower. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I can go back to 2019 and the price goes down to $12 on silver, but you couldn't buy it for less than 18 That's a $6 premium. And those premiums, while they've fluctuated a lot, yes. you know, the wholesaler, the wholesaler premiums are fluctuating all the time. They've come down a little bit, but a low price is gonna is gonna push them way up again. So so this is very um, it's moving a lot. There's mm-hmm. a lot of movement in the market. Um, enough with my ramble. I wanted to talk. Uh, I wanted to talk about um, the fact that with our registered accounts, we have two firewalls and an escape hatch. What does that mean? It means that 
a lot of people, the first thing is that within our registered accounts, clients, as you know, Jerry, have direct ownership of their product. So there's no counterparty risk. But people still have concerns about what if there's, you know, sort of a lockdown on the financial system, as you've used Jim Rickard's ICE-9 um, analogy. And, you know, what happens if, if we're locked out of the system or there's a, a, a banking holiday or, you know, the system gets taken over in some way, whatever it is, right? What if there's a panic and it locks down? The first thing that we have to note is that we're not dealing with a bank. So we're not having to deal with bail-ins. Because if it's in a registered account or a TFSA, you're with a brokerage as opposed to a bank. That's number one. Number two, their insurance is up to a million dollars per client as per the um, as per IROC, the Investment Industry Regulatory or- Organization of Canada. So that's different than the mm-hmm. Canadian deposit insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the first firewall. You're you're not in a bank. You're you're in a right. you're in a, a brokerage. Number two, you're holding it in a vault outside the banking system. So when you're holding with Brinks, for instance, or IDS, whichever one we you choose, um, it's outside the banking system. Again, IROC approved, fully insured, backed by Lloyds of London, but outside the banking system totally. So it's not as though these bricks are held at Scotiabank downtown, although they don't, they're not allowed to use that vault anymore. So that's a bad example. But, um, but you know, it's not... Uh, with a bank. Right. They're not the custodian of it. You're the custodian of it and it's being held out of the bank. Mm-hmm. Now, what's what's the escape hatch? The escape hatch is you can always take delivery. You can pay with holding tax if it's an RSP or whatnot and take and take delivery of that product. Yeah. Now, locked in accounts a little bit different, right? You have to show that you know, you're, you, you, you need the money. You mm-hmm. don't have any other source of income and you have to break it. Yeah. But as far as the regular RSP accounts, spousal RSP, TFSA, if it got to that point where you said, look, I won't feel safe unless I take this home and I'm willing to pay those withholding taxes mm-hmm. to do it, you have that escape hatch. Exactly. Two firewalls, escape hatch, the that. number 18778silver, the website guildhallwealth.com. If you want to acquire a little bit of physical metal, you can go to guildhallpreciousmetals.com and any order that goes through up until the 24th, you'll be included in a draw to potentially win five one-ounce silver maples. This is The Real Money Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, and we'll be right back. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show. The number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. Um, we were... We were just say, saying in the break, Jerry, hold your horses, <laughs> because you were saying something that was right on topic with this idea of firewalls. Mm-hmm. So uh, what, what was the... Yeah, I started a brief conversation with a gent. He uh, specialized in security, uh, IT, safes, and, and, and video and things like that. And safes came up, um, and safes can either be a 15-minute delay before the police get there or 30 minutes or 45 minutes. So these were firewalls that you were talking about in the previous segment, and it just dawned on me that these two firewalls that we have in the RSPs are there to help you, the client, help us being in these registered plans. You know, If things get worse and we want to get our medals out of, you know, out of Dodge, these firewalls in place is, are there to give us enough time to not, not only deregister your medals out of an RSP, but get that delivered the bullion delivered before 
you know, total tyranny here in Canada, <laughs> or, you know, that's the worst case scenario, but you know well, what I mean. People are standing up. Exactly. I, I, I hope they continue to stand up and, and, you know, the more people you talk to, the more they're seeing through what's going on. Right. You know, so, so we hope that that, that wave, that wave continues. But, you know, speaking of this, it's not just an option of, oh, I got to get delivery of my physical metal. Um, the idea of the physical metal in a different sense is that just the ownership of it alone is is the purpose of you know how many how many people are going to get caught from mutual funds or passive funds when everyone's trying to get out at one time right it's going to be impossible mm-hmm. or trying to get money out and the idea of the metals in in much in many respects is not about oh how do i eventually get it in my hand if i need it in my hand because you know I, i'm worried about some sort of attack on 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 my my wealth in this way owning it is no there's no counterparty risk and so that's the place to be you're you're preserving your wealth you're protecting it mm-hmm. so if there was a, a a shutdown of the financial system don't worry about it your gold's there yeah. when the lights go back on your gold's still there exactly right but it, but certain funds might not be no right an etf for instance could say no redemptions those are shares. No redemptions. We're yeah. closing the fund. We're going to give you. We're going to give you cash. Yeah. Right. Um, or we're, we'll give you fifty cents on the dollar. Whatever it is that you can, that can happen to you. But in this case, you always own that metal. It's always a hundred percent owned by you. And in these kind of crazy scenarios, which you could go all day trying to come up with them, I, I would just simplify it by saying: when the lights go back on, you still have your metal. And that was the whole point, storing mm-hmm. your wealth. Mm-hmm. That's the whole idea. Yeah. It's it's about just keeping it safe, having the insurance policy, and not worrying about it after that. And you, you stated that very clearly in, in the second segment, saying, I don't, I'm not really worried about what happens next, because I, I, I've got that peace of mind. I already have the metal. Mm-hmm. Right? And I just want the, the same for everyone listening, uh, really and truly. That's my heart. I want everyone to have that peace of mind, at least financially. Obviously, we have to look worry about other things in life, but... This is uh, could be a bedrock for the future. So uh, get the physical gold and silver in your possession or in an RSP and uh, do it today. Yeah, and it, this is about just building the foundation of your own portfolio. We're not advisors. We're, we we don't sit here saying that gold is the is a panacea. It's it's not a it's not a one one size fits all for everybody. But having ten percent in a portfolio is a proven method of pure diversification. So we're just here as a portion, as a as one outlet for your portfolio. Although I will say many people are looking around today saying, looking at what's going on and they don't feel comfortable in other markets. So the, the gold market becomes more viable in, in that sense. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we're all heading into another um, another issue as we're talking about this. This is the, uh, the, thir- the 13th anniversary of the Lehman crisis. And we know that you know, it was ultimately a debt situation. Uh, that caused the issues and that were just patched with more debt. We brought in introduced quantitative easing. And, um, you know, we fast forward to today to today and um, the beginning of COVID happened. And what did the U.S. government do? They suspended the debt ceiling, which brings our attention to the debt ceiling, which many people are calling it not a ceiling anymore, Jeremy. It's actually just a target because it always hits. Right. And actually, I heard that they're trying to raise the debt ceiling in, in Canada, too. They have to. Yeah. There's no choice. But yep, there's, uh, you know, with the prospect of, you know, talking about tapering and increases of uh, interest rates, 
uh, how are they going to service this mountain of debt if they do that? So um, come mid-October, the debt ceiling will need to be addressed. Uh, first, as just as a reminder, the U.S. official government debt is $28 trillion, not including that number, is all their committed but unfunded liabilities, which is uh, future Social Security, Medicare, etc., of around $156 trillion that they simply choose not to put on their balance sheet, and, which is funny because any public company would have to do so. They need to make these numbers public, but not the U.S. government. So this is not going to go down very well. And uh, Goldman Sachs did write about their debt ceiling issues coming up. Goldman Sachs had a, a detailed view, but in short, they are calling this the riskiest debt limit deadline in a decade. Uh, and they need to do this uh, relatively in a very short period of time. So this is a huge, uh, you know, another outlayer that we have to keep in mind. And uh, what it reminds us, you know, so what? What does this remind us, gold investors? That a looming U.S. default pretty much reminds us that there are two traditional safe haven assets. You got gold and U.S. treasuries. Only gold has zero counterparty risk. It's no one's liability, but buying bonds is buying debt in a world saturated with the stuff. So which one are we to really go with here? And the answer is clear. Gold and silver have extremely limited supply, have zero counterparty risk, no paper promises whatsoever, and have proven to be the preeminent asset over 5,000 years of countless credit cycles going belly up. It's, it's, there's, you know, prepare with gold. This is, you know, we're entering into more uncharted territory. Debt, you got to deal with it, and debt usually goes pop. Gold, silver, the best is yet to come. Let's talk about why gold and silver is going to be an amazing asset to hold in your portfolio in the next segment, the number 18778silver, and the website guildhallwealth.com. If you'd like to acquire some physical precious metals, you can go to guildhallpreciousmetals.com, and every order this month up until the 24th, you'll be eligible to win five one-ounce silver maples. Great gift. Great to just add to your stack. Look forward to to seeing those orders coming through and getting you into that yeah. draw. Yes. Again, the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com. It's the real money show on Global News Radio, six forty Toronto, and we will be right back. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. If you are looking to acquire some precious metals for the first time, please visit guildhallpreciousmetals.com. It's our new website, super fast, super clean, and for every order up until the 24th, you'll be eligible for five one-ounce silver maples. And we're only promoting this on the radio show, by the way. There's no promotion on the website. Uh, we don't really talk about it. We're only talking about it here on the show so that if you're a listener of the show, take advantage, go to the website, and you will be part of that draw. Let's talk about the good stuff. I truly believe, Jerry, that the idea of being well-positioned puts you in a place where when that wealth transfer happens, when that debt bubble pops, okay, when they start defaulting on debt, you don't want to be a part of that. You want to be in your life raft, 
moving on to the next financial system, and gold and silver will get you there. And gold and silver are so undervalued right now, and even more undervalued when they give us these opportunities like they have this week, that this is the time to get involved because when the market starts taking off, gold is not going to stop at 2500 And yes, they, they've thrown out numbers like 10000 That would not surprise us at all. It could easily go much, much higher if you look at the gold to debt ratio, the gold to housing ratio, um, the gold to the gold Dow ratio, understanding the value of gold, you can realize it's doing its job, but it's so undervalued right now. If you know, gold could easily go to 2,500 in the next few weeks, in the next few months. And then from there, it's only going to keep attacking and going higher. And I think it'll just happen faster and faster and faster. And my biggest concern is that people aren't going to be able to get involved in the market. But this is going to be a wealth transfer no one's ever seen. Mm-hmm. What do you, you do? You agree? I agree wholeheartedly, Jeremy. People are taking advantage of these dips, um, especially smart investors. As we saw Palantir take a position in five fifty million in bullion. Uh, you know, this is a whale. This is uh, what we call in the in the, in the market a whale, um, which is uh, big, um, an entity big enough to move a market. And we're talking about a, uh, the largest market in the world. Um, this is a um, you know a tw- eleven trillion dollar market in gold. So it's going to take a lot, and not just one entity, but it's when you have multiple people piggybacking off of the experts, the smart money, and this is what's happening. First, we saw Palantir do it. And some other good news. We had a 40,000 COMEX gold contract acquired by an anonymous whale. Um, so this is what happened back in uh, August 10th. A new major player has appeared on the long side of the gold futures market. Raw data shows a large non-commercial trader has amassed as many as 40,000 gold contracts, the equivalent of 4 million ounces of gold, which is a cool $9.85 billion. Now, this, these reports are coming from... Ted Butler, a preeminent market analyst who decrypts the the COT reports, the commitment of trader reports produced by the CFTC, the Commodities Futures Trading Commission. And what he has reported, he's arguing that one of the market participants uh, could be billionaire hedge fund manager uh, John Paulison. Um, And his goal, he has stated, he publicly stated that he intends to leverage a long gold position to gain a return of 25 to 50x on his original outlay. And this is the very guy who is John Paulson. He's the investor who, um, who leveraged positions during the great financial crisis to the tune of 20 billion betting against subprime mortgages. So this is smart money heading into gold long and betting against gold shorts. So this is another facet of the gold market that needs to be destroyed, which is the shorts. And this is a major player, not one just not one person, but many people, just like John Paulson, will be piggybacking off of this move and jumping into gold, putting immense pressure on the gold market, putting immense pressure on the shorts. And this is going to exacerbate into the biggest market move in gold that we've ever seen before that can be, ever be witnessed. Gold and silver are a spring being pulled back, even even just inverted, even inverted spring ready to ready to just take off Jeremy. So this is explosive news coming from Ted Butler. Kudos to him once again coming up with the data that we so need, you know. We know the fundamentals, but every now and again we need some technicals. We need some uh behind the scenes look as to what the big money institutions are doing. Yeah, and you know, um 
speaking of technicals, they were, they were talking uh, as you as you know. I was going through some Lynette Zhang stuff, which is great. Uh, she's she's awesome, and they were talking about the cup and handle. Oh, nice! And I I, I, I was like, oh, Jerry should be here. Jerry should Jerry should be <laughs> uh, on on her show, talking about it. So. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. You know, have some patience if you if you if that's what if that's what uh, is required. At the end of the day, um, you know, you're going to be so happy with your positions. I know that whenever the price starts to move much much higher, you always think, "I oh, man, I wish I had more of a position in the market." So take these opportunities when they're handed to you. We had one back in August, right? The the employment numbers came out and they looked good. And then that made the dollar strong and all of a sudden gold got hit. And three weeks later, gold was, I think less than two weeks later, gold was already back up above $1,800. And then uh, bad employment numbers came out and gold took off even further. And then they've tamped it back down. And again, I think this is a counterintuitive move. I think something's up. Something's going to happen. Something that would push the market much, much higher. And uh, these are the times, the fall, right? Mm -hmm. This is when stuff can can really uh, happen in the market. So... It's uh, an exciting time. I truly believe when it comes to gold and silver, the best is yet to come. The number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. Want to thank everyone for joining us here on the show, listening. Jerry joining on the show, talking with me today, and um, and also just all the friends that we're m- meeting and making along the way, and and uh, the group of, of of great clients that have been acquiring the metals. It's Phenomenal. Uh, just great to chat. We we get lost in conversations with them a lot all of the time, time. Yeah. Um, and you know, half hour hour goes by, and you say, I I really got to get back to work. <laughs> but uh, no, it's it, we're we're very grateful, very fortunate for to have um, all of you guys uh, join joining us along this journey and we're very excited about the future and we look forward to uh, speaking with you soon and speaking with you next week here on the real money show on global news radio 640 toronto the preceding was a paid commercial program unless otherwise identified the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser the opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of global news radio 640 toronto